I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. I'm Scott Sweeney here in the Chill Zone with Ryan F. Ankner. How do you do? What's happening, Hoops? I mean, welcome to our Black Friday Spectacular, folks. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Did you watch and or eat any turkey yesterday on Thanksgiving? I didn't really watch much. Um, Mm. I suppose, like I caught up on a couple of shows after dinner, but I had like up. I had a turkey leg and that was about it. I'm not a huge turkey guy. I'm not either. I don't know that I was going to say, I don't know anybody that is like, you know what? I love it. This is just, I could eat this all day, every day. It's a very bland food. And the turkey we had yesterday was actually pretty solid as far as turkey goes. But Mm. I don't think it's an accident that there's really only one day of the year where turkey gets consumed. Yeah. It's just not exciting. They need to like throw a bunch of zest or spice on there. And even then it's just like, what is this? Mm. It's not worth it. But I watched a little bit of uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, a Thanksgiving favorite. That's a good one. In the wee hours of the evening. And then I fell asleep like crazy early because I am not feeling well. Mm. But that movie is good. And The Candyman. I think that he would have aged into some good stuff were mm. he to not have died. Yeah, that would. that's always the thing you think about. Like, what would Candy have made? Probably something fucking totally dope and workish. And also they just came out with that new version of, uh, or I don't know if it's a new version or if they just released a bunch of deleted scenes, Mm. but I saw people posting them on Twitter. There's a scene where like John Candy is uh, eating a hot dog while smoking a cigarette. That's funny. It was kind of fun. Charming. Yeah, he was awesome. That's a shame. Yeah. But yeah, our Black Friday Spectacular. I'll be reviewing Black Panther Wakanda Forever. In the reviews portion. Oh, you did see that, didn't you? Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts. I don't think we've talked about it yet. Uh, I did not see it, that, but you took one for the team. Did you go to, um, what is it, fucking? AMC? Uh, well, that, yes, I knew that, but mm. uh, Glass Onion. No, I didn't. You did not, okay. I was going to last night, but I felt like shit suddenly, and I was just like, I can't like sit in a movie theater. <laughs> Am I going to die? Scott is dying. <laughs> Luckily, he's fueling up with a bunch of Mountain Dew and uh-huh. juice box, so I mean, he'll be good to go in no time. I know how to get better. I'm. Uh, this is the healing process, mm. having a big old fat 20-ounce Mountain Dew. And if I could take you down to the rock corner for oh, one wow. hot minute. You know I'm down. The rock, he's just... As long as it's bad news. Maybe the most delusional actor out there. He, uh, he was quoted in Variety saying, Black Adam is like A24 movies. Saying, quote, well, Marvel movies are making billions and our film Black Adam barely crossed a few hundred million. We're doing A24 numbers, so in a way, we're underground, which is kind of cool. So that's The Rock saying, no, Black Adam didn't bomb. It's doing A24 numbers. <laughs> A24 movies are not franchise movies. They are independently done with budgets one-thirtieth the size of Black Adam. There we go. There's the rub, as they say. 
it's just amazing that he keeps saying, like, he's just... I don't know if he knows what a Goofy is, and he's just, like, doing whatever he can to save face. Not that he needs to, I mean. He's in George Costanza mode, where it's not a lie if you believe it. <laughs> Brother? <laughs> just just, just shoving a bunch of fucking bullshit into the zeitgeist. Because he's, he's, I've seen him in, like, several interviews and clips and all over TikTok, and mm. what did it make, like... I think the budget of it was four or five hundred mil and it made internet isn't like the worldwide box office isn't as relevant as like in terms of what you want to make in the first couple months, you want to make the budget in the country and in, you want to make everything back in America. Yeah. And then it's sort of just like extra. That's when they got to get it like immediately. Otherwise right. it's just. And I don't believe it's almost like you want to make everything back in the opening weekend, especially now. Mm. because, I mean, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who wait and watch it at home. Which you can rent for a uh, measly $19.99 now on demand. I, I bet it's 25 Did you look? <laughs> I think it's to buy 25 to right, rent Right, 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 yeah. Despicable behavior. But yeah, the just incredible. And the Young Rock is still chugging along. It's in season three. Nobody in America has even considered watching it except for Parsons. Even he has admitted it's bad. It yeah, shouldn't even, exist anymore. And he's probably the biggest Rock fan that we know. Yeah. It's like, how long is Young Rock going to go for? Is Young Rock going to go like 10 seasons? Is that the world we're living in? They'll just never cancel it ever. <laughs> it just like, keeps coming. It's embarrassing. I hate it here. And also, he's been uh, reigniting the XFL, which is something I forgot he was doing. And For the third time? Yeah. Because it's failed twice already, so they're going to do it again because... It's a baller's reboot. I mean, that just seems like something that's not going to pan out. XFL. I don't know. And they announced, speaking of people saying a lot of wild things, James Cameron's been making the rounds because Avatar 2 mm. finally comes out next month. And he, they said that Avatar The Way of Water needs to earn over $2 billion at the box <laughs> office to break even. And much like Black Adam... I wonder if it's going to put up those A24 numbers. I imagine if, it'll make its money. For that, they need like everyone on Earth to see the movie twice to make that, basically. It needs to do better than Avatar 1. When is the last time a movie made that much in the theater? Like Avengers Endgame? Yeah, probably. Top Gun? Mm, Did Top Gun even hit a billion? I think Top Gun was the highest in a while, but it didn't beat Endgame. I think Endgame's number one of all time. Of all time, right. On the list currently. So it would have to do Avengers Endgame numbers, basically. Yeah. Which... I think he could pull it off. I was going to say, if anybody could pull it off, it's him. He's not really had a miss. Yeah. But I'm not going to be one of the people. Like, If you think about the amount of money that it needs to make, and then you add up all the time, since it's over three hours, the amount of time in, spent in the theater mm. from everybody who had to go see it, it's a staggering number. Yeah. It's just like hundreds of hours. The movies. Of people's lives. Yes. Taken Which, away from them I too soon. I can't wait to gladly surrender three hours and 14 minutes to see that opening day. Is it 14? Yeah. <sighs> Buckle up, baby. I can't do it. <laughs> and yeah, he said, uh, James Cameron said, I have my own private streaming service that's better than any <laughs> of the shit out there. It runs every night for free. He's just like, you know, throwing stuff out. There. Talking about his dreams, right? Yeah. Turn your dreams into screams. I would subscribe to Cameron Plus. If that was it's just somehow. reimaginings of true lies over and over again. <laughs> Tom Arnold doing different takes. 
got in the taxi and went to treatment. Bill uh, Bill Paxton doing alternate takes? Mm. It's all there. I forgot he was even in that. How's he doing? He hasn't made anything in a while. I got a little dick. It's pathetic. He's incredible in True Lies. Talk about his tiny DI to Arnold, who's like, get it together. Stop it. Everyone's seen my DI. <laughs> that picture of him like flexing with it hanging down. That was such a cack. Yeah, he's doing a legit like like strongman pose and he's just completely naked. Mm. It's uh it's a good bit. My favorite piece of news this week is that uh Ben Affleck and Matt Damon have started their own production company. I got it right here too. Oh, I love it. It's with uh called Artists Equity, mm. and they already have a hundred million dollars in initial funding. Yes, and they've already given us ten million to make the Dunkin' Donuts movie. <laughs> and it's gonna be a fucking masterpiece. They just give away 10% of their budget immediately to you and me. No, but it says they plan to share profits from their projects with their actors and off-camera artisans. This is just total class across the board. Yeah, I like that a lot. Ben and Matt just doing real dude stuff. And yeah, I hope this means they make more stuff around here starring us as Fenway Frank. and I'm not sure how uh, the Boston film tax break works or if it's still a thing. But I guarantee they they start doing a lot more. Yeah. I think that both of them kind of, and this is just an inference, but I think that the Harvey Weinstein involvement like derailed a lot of, I don't know, it just it slowed the production of a lot of independent kind of stuff. Mm. And neither of them have ever worked with like an A24. Brother? Nor have they really gotten, I mean, like obviously Daredevil exists and I'm sure Matt Damon's done something in like the Bourne franchise, but like they both are due for a home run. Yeah. I thought it might happen with The Way Back. I didn't have high, high hopes for that. That was solid, but it was not it. Yeah. A little forgettable, but enjoyable. Mm. The movies. It was certainly not the tender bar. Mm. That was, Jesus Christ, was that forgettable and not charming it was my second favorite affleck brother amazon prime original hey how are you distant second to manchester by the sea yes <laughs> mark Wahlberg was on the today show or one of those this morning hey, when i was Hoda, at the gym how you doing let's have some wine looking at him up on that the screen with like one of his like little muscle shirts on like yeah i brought you some tater tots from Wahlburgers. i he's everywhere I mean, we, we don't even need to do a Wahlberg bit i'm just saying like i saw him this morning and it ruined my day yeah what is he even promoting what's he up to? um being five four <laughs> just in general I just, I just don't want people to forget yeah how you doing look at my wikipedia page under crimes hmm. crimes ff woody cook um they s announced that the banshees of inishirin is coming to hbo max on december 13th oh cool i want to watch that Maybe Scotty's picture of the year so far. Folks. Really? I recommend watching this movie when it hits HBO Max. I loved it. I'm going to watch it again. Picture of Substance. Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. I'm not even going to say what it's about. It's a fun one to watch unfold mm. organically. Yeah, I'm looking and forward to that. There's some other cool stuff coming out in the first weeks of December. I can't remember them now. Um, have you seen that Wednesday show on Netflix? I've seen clips of it with Jenna Ortega. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, that's her. Yeah, she's like, is she the one in Pearl? Yes, yes. That might be that other one. What about another right? one? I think she's in it, but maybe not the one I'm thinking of. I get her and the one that's dating Shia LaBeouf mixed up, Hi. and they might be the same person. Mm. But yeah, I think 
This is about the Adams Family character, Wednesday. Mm, I would imagine. Portrayed by Christina Ricci in the films, mm. respectively. And I don't know, I think Tim Burton had something to do with this, but I haven't seen it yet. I've heard it was decent. I feel like the Adams Family is another property they got to let go. It's yeah. up, like the Munsters, the Adams, just, you know, like we're good. I Dream of Jeannie, just, you know, Although enough. They do have a... Uh, Luis Guzman playing the main, what's like the dad's name? Gomez? Yeah, he's Gomez, and Catherine Zeta-Jones is the female lead. I want to jump your non-bones. <laughs> nice Soderbergh reunion. Oh, yeah. But, uh... Nah, I'm good. Yeah, it's just weird. Did you so ever watch Rob Zombie's The Monsters? Uh, yeah, I watched about a fourth of it. it a little was, sliver on that screen? <laughs> it was one of the most jaw-droppingly low-budget shitty things i've ever seen especially on netflix mm. it was horrible netflix originals almost never do it for us mm. and this one particular i like rob zombies made real movies this looked like he had a budget of like eight hundred dollars <laughs> legitimately and it stars his wife just like everything else he's made for the past 17 years it's horrible yeah no thanks uh indiana jones 5 they've announced it's him Facing Nazis again during the time of the space race. Oh, let me get these Nazis. I'm in a space None race. None of you are ever making it to space, you krauts. <laughs> I'm gonna get ya. I got a whip yeah. here and a leather jacket. Will they even have him whipping around in this? I've uh, been de-aged, but I promise you, it doesn't look bad. Yeah, they did. He came out saying, like, this is the first time I've actually believed it. It's like, is it? Is it? Because I'll be watching it just thinking about how it's not real, and it'll be upsetting. My wife, Callista, has an eating disorder. I mean, she needs to reboot whatever that fucking Allie McBeal? On. There it is. But yeah, they got... Uh, She's just a head with bones at this point. In. They got that guy Mads Mikkelsen playing, like, the villain in this movie. Okay. I can it already, was his birthday yesterday. I can already picture him going like, Dr. Jones. That seems like good casting. I don't care about Indiana Jones. It's mm, fair, but it's a, it's a franchise that people love. But it's just like like I've said before, make something else or put a new actor in it or whatever. You don't need to de-age an eighty-year-old man. Yeah, because it was kind of a joke when Harrison Ford came back for the fourth one fourteen years ago. Now this time it's just like this is dumb. This is like silly. Too much. Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. And no Mutt Williams. It's fucked up. Shia's rehabilitated himself. I feel like they should slide him back in. Hmm. And also, Bob Iger has uh, oh, yeah. returned to CEO to Disney, which I guess is like a big deal. <laughs> yeah, he stepped uh, stepped in for Bob Chappick, so it's a, been a bit of a changing of the Bobs at Disney. I mean, I don't know a lot about the details, but it does seem like whoever's been running Disney for the past several years has been doing nothing good creatively or... <laughs> Yeah. You know, I like everything's just like a, a live action remake of their old animated movies or just some fucking piece of dog shit about, <laughs> I don't even know. The news of Bob Iger stepping back in, the stock went way up mm. already. So I think, but I mean, the weird part is, is Bob picked his replacement when he stepped down. Yeah. So he's sort of, you know, putting the toothpaste back in the tube. It's your fault, Bobbo. I have not. I don't know. I've never really been a big Disney guy as an adult. Yeah. And I'm not trying to like be cool and say I don't like Disney stuff. Like if there was something, the Toy Story franchise is really the only one that's kept me invested. 
I mean, you know, they got some good ones here and there, but overall, I'd say the bulk of their shit lately has just been bad, mm. uninspired. I agree. Like that new Pixar movie, they're like, they're like, the main characters are like fire and water, and it's like opposites attract. It's like this is a parody of what a Pixar movie would be. It's like we're making uh, the elements, we're giving the elements personalities. It's just like Inside Out, where like your thoughts have a personality and are a person. Oh, hey, hoops. <laughs> oh, Goofy's here. I'm back again with my big black dick. Oh, Goofy, put that away. We're not in the sports corner. What it's are you dangling doing? around on the ground. That's true. I can see it. Oh, it's pretty impressive. Goofy, hmm. put your dick away. Oh, Baba. Oh, Pooh's here. <laughs> uh, did you have a nice Thanksgiving, Hoops? I did. Thank you for asking. I didn't have any honey, though. Oh. I wish you were there to... Uh, I would have brought you a whole jar. Yeah, could have made a nice honey-baked ham. Something fucked up by that. I'm a vegan. <laughs> Are you? I wouldn't want to eat any of my friends from the Hundred Acre Wood. Pooh, have you seen that new movie where, like, you're all gritty? I think it's called Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. I... I, you know, just as much as I, my IP is public domain, I, it, that, I guess that's all right. I'm glad you're I just so want everybody to enjoy themselves and have a nice time. That's really cute. I'm charmed by that. Can one. I have a hug? Sure. You smell like weed. <laughs> it's kind of my whole thing, Win. Oh, I hope you feel better after you get your cold. Oh, wow. What a class act this guy is. Don't work too hard in the holidays and remember to take time to enjoy yourself and have lots of honey. Wow. This is, like, delightful. I'm loving poo. All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> We're in the, the sweetheart goo. corner. You have a goo, too, poo. Have a poo. And I don't know if you saw this. There's a new show, Kaleidoscope, coming to Netflix, hmm. where the gimmick is the series allows audiences to watch the episodes in any order, and the order they watch the series will affect their viewpoint. What do you think of this? I think it sounds annoying, and I hate it. Let me guess, like, one Carl Esposito is the lead, and, like... <laughs> <laughs> Literally, <coughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> he couldn't have nailed it anymore. He's the top top actor on this list. Nah, I'm fucking around. I knew that already. Oh, okay. I saw the, I saw the, uh, the post. You also got Paz Vega in there. Who's that again? Let me see. I you have think, a pick? No, I think she's the babe from I Am Legend. Mm. I think. Can't be sure. But yeah, this... I like when they try something different. It's like, oh, watch it in any order. You'll glean new things from it. But I can't imagine this like really works on a level. Remember Black Mirror did something like that? Yeah. Was it like a choose your own adventure or what? Yeah, you can like go down two different paths. And, yeah. Uh, you had to do it with your remote. I remember like I had an Apple TV and it wasn't Apple TV compatible. So I just couldn't do it. Mm. It was like, you have to have an Xbox or like a Samsung, whatever. Yeah. You need a controller. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had. Yeah. 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 Um, Do you watch the Macy's Thanksgiving parade? I know you're a big Um, parade guy. I, I don't think there's anything I hate more than a parade. (laughs) And it's funny because we always talk about how I always call Jack on how he hates everything. And he's like, you know, I don't mind a parade on the group text. It's like, of all the things that that's good. Jack, I hope you're listening to this because I want to talk parades Mm. because parades are a nightmare. I think they should be illegal (laughs) and they're my least favorite thing imaginable. Yeah, of all the things to be in on a parade, it's a wild... It's like a crowd of people that causes traffic for a 20-mile radius. Mm. And it's just you're standing outside with nowhere to go to the bathroom, no proper meal. 
watching a bunch of idiots go by on slow moving vehicles. How about that guy who his truck went out of control and ran over and killed a bunch of people at a parade the other day? Oh, really? It wasn't like on purpose. Yeah. His truck just like the brakes failed hmm. and he just crushed a bunch of people. And there's like some group on Facebook or, or Instagram or whatever that's like, truck drivers in support of the guy who ran people over like we know it was an accident like okay that's a hill to die on yeah i managed to join that truck yeah. driver stuff oh you uh have some truck driver news this week you did get forklift certified that actually that's happening next week because, oh i thought uh, that was an already thing yeah they uh the person yeah that's supposed to be tuesday but then it got rescheduled right holidays and all but yeah i think that's fun for me that's very fun. If people are unaware, this is a big bit online where like being forklift certified is like a big meme. Some hot ones. There's like a whole account on it, like forklift operator or something. Mm. I mean, I'm gonna be a real dude. I love it. Forks. Can we go down into the Tom Pearl corner really quickly? Sure. Who's Tom Pearl? Um, he's an internet celebrity. Speaking of like trends on the internet, and uh -huh. this is actually I'm just gonna play a quick clip. Okay. Sounds interesting. Hi, my name is Tom Pearl, and I got diarrhea. Oh. And I want to make this. Did you say he has diarrhea? I love that it's a branded spot of him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see the video? Do you want me to put it up? I'm good. <laughs> Folks, Ank's watching a video of man eating his own diarrhea. I'm here watching <laughs> Ank watch it. The video is him. He's in the nude with a big belly and a tiny, and now he's licking it off of his hand. Ah, Jesus Christ. He's got a big bowl of diarrhea. Mm. It's Guys, look up Tom Pearl diarrhea on Google. <laughs> Holy shit. Is this what Ty West Pearl oh, is about? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then as he eats it, he gags. All right, that's good. I just wanted one minute of that. That mm. was just really... I wrote it in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Like, don't forget Tom Pearl's diarrhea. Yeah, that's a movie. Any footage of anyone doing anything is a movie. Yes. The movies. The movies. The diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, that, that's... that's really, I just was like, yeah, you're right. Because our podcast is not about strangers eating diarrhea. Mm. It is about movies and television. So mm. you are right to, to put me back in my place on that. I'm just making sense of it for the Oh, fans. God, that's good. <clears throat> and I don't know if I have much more news. I'm going to sneak in a shut just for old times' oh, sake. Oh, wow. I there's a new movie on Netflix called Slumberland where Jason Momoa plays some oh, sort no. of a like sprite like a fairy type character who's <laughs> <laughs> granting like these kids wishes and like a Peter Pan type turkey. You're being ignorant. It was real fucked up. I watched about twenty minutes of it and then wondered what it's all about. It looked really bad. Yeah. I appreciate you getting in there. Yeah, that was... How many minutes? 20? Yeah. That's that's how you know. 20 is enough. Some other Netflix stuff. I've been like giving Netflix stuff a go to no avail. Yeah, there's there's not been... We've been shutting a lot of stuff lately as well. I don't even remember it. Mm. Leopard Skin, and a Peacock original starring Jeffrey Dean Morgan about like people in Mexico who like kidnap each other and... I'm already asleep. It just stinks. <laughs> it's like a watered down version of that movie that he did with Michael Fassbender, hmm. the, the name escaped. Oh no, that was Javier Bardem. 
I always get them mixed up, but it's it, it's kind of like that. Okay. And if anybody can remember the name of that, I'd be impressed. Hit us up, enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. Um, did you see that, unfortunately, we had a death over the weekend last oh. week? Who'd we lose? <sighs> Friend of the show and he- superhero Jason Frank, who played the Green Ranger on the Power Rangers, yes, who has evolved, left the planet. He evolved into the White Ranger. I feel yes. like it's necessary to mention that. It was a hell of an arc. He took his own life wow. last Saturday. I feel like that's how all Power Rangers are going to... That's how they'll all meet their end, unfortunately. Just a feeling I have. Um, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, we, we were a little old for the Power Rangers. I feel like our younger brothers were more of the, of the demo. I'm like, yeah, I totally didn't watch all of that. <laughs> we were way too old. You were a Power Rangers guy? Yes. Weren't you like 16? <laughs> no, I was... Uh, I feel like I was like 12 when mm, that was popping. I guess that's in the Q zone. Like when it was brand new. I watched the first like few seasons. I remember the Green Ranger turning to the White Ranger, thinking it was the coolest thing that's ever happened. Yeah, I guess he had a big fight with his wife and then just killed himself. I don't really know. It was like initially they thought it was a Twitter hoax, mm. which is which is very funny. That like I don't know if he's actually dead, and then like the news kept changing. Mm. I love a good Twitter hoax. Twitter hoaxes are a good uh, good time, especially when it has to do with a death. Mm-hmm. Speaking of deaths, Army Hammer's father is dead. Wow. And uh, Chrisley from Chrisley Knows Best got caught for tax evasion. And mother. he and his wife are going to prison. Me he, and mother are going to jail. Mother. Him for 12 years. Wow. Yeah, that's like pretty serious. I feel like, can't you just pay it back? I mean, I don't know if the residuals from the hit USA <laughs> reality comedy drama, whatever the fuck you call such a mm. show, are that lucrative. Can't be, right? But he is... For people who don't know, he's like that... It's one of those reality shows where it's like, how has this been on the air for so long? It's just a man and his family. He has like a gay voice, but he's not gay. And that's it. And his mother's like... They think she's the funny one, but she's just kind of like a pest. It's his mom, his his wife, and him, and then their kids, right? Yeah. But like, they don't do anything of note. Right. <laughs> I'd sit there watching episode after episode. Like, what am I... Is, it, is he like a real estate agent or something? Maybe. I can't even remember what his bit is. But it's one of those reality shows where it just couldn't be more like cobbled together. They're like, we're taking mother to the bowling alley today. We're going to see what wackiness. Happens. And then it's just something forced and dudsy happens. I wonder if, like, I don't know how, I guess the sentence is the sentence, right? He's not going to get out of it. Mm. So will they do anything? Like, what's he going to do when he gets out? He's probably 50 now. He gets out, he's 72 years old or 62 years old, whatever. Get that show popping again. Just fire the show back up? Yeah. I know nothing about the man. I just laughed really hard because they always pick the worst possible photo to Mm. show when people get in trouble for stuff. Yeah. And it's just like this terrible photo of him. It's like, oh, by the way, he's gotten over a decade in prison. I'd definitely kill myself. That seems I couldn't do it. Worthy. A decade? That's so much time. That's because he'll he'll probably not do the full twelve, but I bet you he'll do at least like eight. Yeah, even if you do eight, <sighs> I mean, eight days would be unthinkable. What's the max you think you could handle? Like, if you had to do it, I think I could do a year. <sighs> a year? I mean, wow. if like it was that or death. Hmm. I could probably go up to five years before death became an option. Wow. That, I feel like I'd get so bored. 
You could like work out. That would be your thing. I'd just be sitting there like. How much? <laughs> how much working out can you do though? That's the thing. They don't allow you in the weight room whenever you want. Probably. That's probably. I feel true. like most of your time is spent in the cell. Mm. It's literally my worst nightmare. That's why I think uh, prison stuff is so fascinating. Yeah, that uh, that time I got arrested a few years ago for something very casual and no big deal, folks. Before you get any ideas, the. Uh, it was like the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Just being in a cell for like mm. an hour and a half without your phone. Who bailed you out? Uh, I think my dad. That's the worst. Yeah. In hindsight, like my mom had to bail me out for when it was like I drunk and disorderly or trespassing, I think was technically the charge. Mine was my license was expired or something. It was one of those. Why is that an arrest? Do you know it was expired? I truly didn't. <laughs> it was like, and then when... He was. He just started like putting the cuffs on me. I, I was like, "Oh, is this real? This is this happening? I'm such a sweet boy." Middle of the day. <laughs> yeah, it was literally like in Norway in the morning. I think it was like Hanover, somewhere on the south shore. I'd say you know you don't have to do this. Yeah, I didn't do anything bad here. Mm. It's like, could what you? are you doing? But yeah, like time's different when you're trapped. It's not a good place to be. See, I was so intoxicated, I don't remember much. I remember waking up in the cell from a just a blackout, mm. and I had a button-down shirt on. And they had like torn open. I think I was just like struggling with them or something. Yeah, and I had no clue what was happening. Mm. And then they basically let me make a phone call. I think I called any numbers I had memorized, but like it ended up just being me calling my house. Mm. And then my mom and my brother came. And like in hindsight, I would have called anybody but them. Mm. Like anyone on earth. Yeah. It's fucked up. You don't want to have your mom come down at, th at two in the morning to the yeah. like Southie <laughs> or Dorchester jail. Hey, are you up? Talk to a bunch of seasoned toasty guys. Say, hey, get this kid out of here. Fucking good, yeah. <clears throat> and the other night, The Walking Dead finally ended after 11 seasons. Uh, I don't believe that it did. I don't either. I and think it's coming back. <laughs> what do you think? The Walking Dead. I, I, they did announce several spinoffs featuring like the characters from the show, so it's not really ending. Well, it's... you know, I'm Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and uh, I'm still on the show, right? He's on a new one called Dead City with him and that babe from... I don't know what else. All right, hey, the zombies are on the way, so we better, like, board up the windows and whatever <laughs> they do on that show. Yeah. Kill, you gotta shoot them in the head, hoops. How tired must he be of, like, pretending to be scared of zombies? Just like, you know, they're getting paid very handsomely, but that's gotta get old. Is he still on the show as, like, the mean yes. guy with the baseball bat? Yes, but now they did a thing where, like, they ran out of big characters, so they kept him around and, like, tried to turn him into a good guy, I guess. Now he's leading his own spin-off. Can you imagine those contract negotiations every year? Mm. The guy who plays Rick, like, I'm going to need $180 million a year, or I can't make this work. Yeah. Carl? Carl? John Barenthal bailed out after, like, one season, I feel like. Yeah, and went on to, like, do great work. And make, like, awesome stuff. movies, yeah. Elevate every movie. project he's touched since. Also, that guy, um, who's the guy, Minari? The uh, Stephen Young, yeah, yeah, he left and did better shit too. Yeah, he's like killing it, and Jacob doesn't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sick. Do you have any more news? Um, I think that might be it. Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, Afro Man fell off the stage in New Hampshire at a show and was badly injured. Do you think that happened because he got high? I don't know. No. I was gonna fall off the stage and then I got high. <laughs> he's in. 
and also machine gun kelly wore some sort of a like oh pin God. cushion suit to Sounds... the amas and won an award for best rock artist he's, which so he's like, not he's so blatantly lame he's like let me wear this like spiky outfit so people will be like what? he was sitting next to lionel richie and his spikes were like into lionel richie's seat mm. I'd be like, listen, like I'm an I'm a real musician. Can yeah. we get this like tall freak out of here? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not sitting next to him. She's Put just... Megan Fox between us. Seriously. And then That's... he went up on to during his speech, and allegedly, I didn't listen to the speech, but I guess he started alluding to the moon landing not happening. <laughs> Wait, Machine Gun Kelly? Yes. One? I love that for him. See, now he's now he's doing he's, something interesting. He's like, I didn't used to like his one of his few albums in the beginning. I was like, all right, this guy's fine. And then he got into a rap battle with Eminem where they were dissing, or beef, I should say, where they were dissing each other. And Eminem just smoked him with like a not even that good of a song, but it just made him look dumb. So Mm. he basically like, I imagine his PR people just had him completely pivot and he changed genres. And now he is a pop punk artist. That's a pretty good trouncing by Eminem. He, He forced him to switch genres. Yeah. It's pretty serious. But yeah, he's. I've had enough of him. Are him and Megan Fox still an item? Yes. Hmm. They're like doing the Billy Bob Thornton, Angelina Jolie, nineteen ninety eight thing with mm. like, oh, we're so weird and we yeah. fuck so much. And like we have each other's blood and like a thing. They it's did like, that. Nobody yeah. Cares. They nobody actually did that cares. too. And it's like that's. I think that's where I made that comparison. Is it's yeah. like you know people already did this. Yeah. It's like you're a hack. This manufactured. Could you? I feel like somebody was trying to tell me. I think Megan Fox used to be one of the all-time babes, Fun and then she had nine children and a bunch of work done, and the work. obviously aged like a human does. And I've mm. lost some of my favor for her. And but her being with him drops her like a full letter grade, if not two. Yeah, that's fair. Because he just looks like he smells, <laughs> and I'm anti. Imagine if he heard this; that'd be so funny. Would you guys yeah. say about my? spiky outfit and my music bro fuck he just seems like a guy who has a lot of weird shit in his past Mm. it was alleged that like when he was nine there's you know not even alleged there's like pull quotes from it from him at 19 being like you know like if a girl's like 14 who gives a shit bro like john bonham from zeppelin did it or like some dumb comparison he he sucks (laughs) shut up dude yeah it's, it's enough enough frankly. and like the american movie award or music awards is anybody tuning in for that why would it why was i reading headlines about him at the amas yeah it's like no one even watches the grammys anymore that's their only chance of getting people to watch these things is have a clip so annoying where it's just like maybe i'll turn this on to get all upset about it <laughs> right See machine gun kelly in a fucking porcupine outfit machine gun kelly making a fool of himself and everybody's dialed in but yeah that's all i got for news um we want to take a break and watch Mm. the woman king and then also glass (sighs) onion and then come right back i do and we'll be right back be right welcome back everybody hey now hey team Welcome back to the program. Mm. Thought I'd let that play out like a class act. What uh, What did you think of uh, Armageddon Time? Yes, folks, we watched the new James Gray picture, Armageddon Time, which is now in theaters and on iTunes. 
wherever you purchase and or rent films. What a what a terrific follow up to the 1998 Michael Bay movie Armageddon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, they just touched on what happens after. I can't believe I didn't think of that. I'm pissed. <laughs> I was actually I spent most of the movie hoping you didn't. Mm. <laughs> I was like rewording it in my head and going get that joke out first because you know he's gonna do it. Yeah, I thought it was weird when Bruce Willis showed up with a big space drill in the middle of this like classy New York period piece. Anthony Hopkins, how you doing? <laughs> one of us has two mil, and the other one has dementia. That's right. You gotta you gotta choose which one of us it yeah. is. <laughs> Um, this is a movie. Yeah, this is. Uh, I got a summary here. A deeply personal coming of age story about the strength of family and the generational pursuit of the American dream. Doesn't that just sound like the work? It sounds boring, hmm. which it was. It was a little boring. It was an hour and fifty-four. Felt like seven hours. Yeah, we've been at it for a bit. It feels like, but, but it. It was, I don't know. Like you said when we were watching it, it's like, this is boring, but it's kind of like classy and I'm digging it. Yes. That's, yes. I, it was, it was like comforting in the beginning for whatever reason. Mm. Like it felt, like you said, it felt old fashioned. It felt like the time period that it was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. It like wasn't showy at all. Right. It almost like felt like a documentary. It was so like uneventful in what happens in it, but I liked it. Mm. And the main kid was dope. I don't think I'd ever seen him in anything before. What's his name? Like Patrice O'Neal? Uh, although now that I'm thinking about it, maybe that was the kid from the Black Phone. Or maybe just a similar Oh, kid. perhaps. Anne Hathaway's in this picture. I hadn't seen her in anything in a while. She's a pro. Yeah, she's very good. The last movie I saw her in was with Chewy Johnson, mm. that HBO Doug oh, Lyman COVID movie. That movie will never be viewed again by anyone on Earth for any reason. Yeah, that movie just like is a time capsule to early 2021 to a very very specific it. moment in time yes. and now it's just gone forever why even make a movie that, that that's that particular couldn't agree more but uh, yeah this was slow um yeah, it's it, kind of like, like you said two hours felt like eight mm, but it was some, sweet something I, tells me anthony hopkins is going to get an oscar nomination anyway just because what else is there he did have one scene where he really got to flex those chops and I was like, damn, the work. He still got it. He sure does. Love your suit. I'm going for it. <laughs> I think, oh yeah, he won for uh, the, the movie where he had dementia. You know there's a sequel to The Father coming out called The Son? Yeah, it sounds it's, like it's a with joke. me. Yeah. <laughs> and we talk about my dementia. Yeah, I'm going to win an Oscar, the zero hour. <sighs> guess what I got paid, what my quote was. Um, I'm going to guess... A mil or two? More than that. It was two mil. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Sorry, fans. What was that sound? I'm dying casually. But, yeah, I would recommend this movie. I'd say it's icy boring, like we like to say from time to time. You gotta do better than that. Some good lessons about friendship, family. Mm. I enjoyed this picture. Yeah, it was... I will never, ever watch it again. No. Nor would I need to. It's not a rewatchable film, but it was good. James Gray is one of those guys, he's kind of all over the place. Like he made Ad Astra, that Brad Pitt sci-fi movie. I loved that one. Where he travels into outer space to hang out with his dad, Tommy Lee Jones. And Tommy Lee Jones is just like, get away from me. 
Leave me alone. They're like, what are you doing up here? I wanted to stay out here. I want to hang out in space by myself. Have you ever seen Moon with Sam Rockwell? It's like the weirdest, saddest movie ever. I liked it a lot. I thought it was very uplifting. (laughs) And he also did Lost City of Z, which is, I've never seen, but people say is good. That was okay. It's like a Charlie Hunnam adventure type thing. Wait, I'm thinking of, what am I thinking of? The one with Brad Pitt. Yeah, the one with Channing Tatum and Sandy. That's just the Lost City. No, no, no. I'm thinking of the one with Brad Pitt and the zombies. Brad Pitt and the zombies. Is it new? Oh, um, World War Z. There it is. Yeah. I knew there was a Z in the title. Z, Z, Z. Like they're the sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, do you get it? <laughs> but overall, I think we're positive on this one. I'm going to say two and a half out, mm, two out of five, which is good from me. Mm. Two and a half even. Jeremy Strong was strong in this. He, he. In. Uh, I like him. And as I was saying to Scott, I hope that there is a life for him outside of succession yeah. because I think he has chops. I think he's likable. Mm. As you mentioned, he's method in everything, which is usually the sign of a talent who sucks. But yeah, like some insufferable Daniel Day-Lewis type. But usually that means good stuff. I love the idea of someone doing that. It's just like, I need to stay in character all day even though no one else is doing it, and it's very upsetting. I've honestly contemplated going into character as Hank for the whole show and refusing to break even when we're not on the air, but it's just exhausting. I don't have it in me. Method Hank. You'd laugh. Yeah. I mean, it would be a bad show. There's only so many bits you can do, like, oh, he's, he's Southern, he's stupid, he, he likes Donald Trump. And then what? And then what? Like a little bit of like playful racism, and he's out. But instead, it's stretched out. Mm. That movie Armageddon Time had some Trump stuff. Fred Trump is in the movie, as is one of Trump's cousins or something. That uh, that woman that went up and spoke that was played by Jessica Chastain, who probably had Mm. two mil to be on the set for five hours. She's another one who kind of gets lost in turkeys, even though I think she's quite good. She's one of the more talented people working, and scenes from a marriage, the work, I think, was a great indicator of that with her and Oscar Isaac on HBO Max. That was well done, but it was too sad to like get yeah. into. It was just like a complete sob story. Watching it with my wife was very uplifting and good for our marriage. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, let's take notes. I've had people say that to me before. Like, don't watch this if you're like not happy with your relationship or something about like marriage story with Adam Driver. And it's like, I'm not going to let a movie (laughs) cause problems in my real relationship. Yeah. If you're in a position where a movie is altering your real relationship, (laughs) you're in more trouble than you think. (laughs) That's a classic like... I have this really bad like wound on my body, but I'm just going to leave it for a year and take photos of it and show them to a group text until the, right. until the wound miraculously heals. Yes, buddy. No, no, no. And I took a little trip over to the picture house oh. to see Black Panther Wakanda Forever, the cursed movie that's set in the world ablaze. Cursed because... The lead of the film, Chadwick Boseman, oh, died no. literally right before they were supposed to start filming this movie. Oh, that's like sad. Two years ago. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes, you did. What did he die of? Um, a broken heart. Oh, bummer. But yeah, they they did like a whole thing. And instead of recasting the Black Panther, they went ahead and like, you know, they killed the character mm. in the movie. And 
it's kind of what you'd think it would be after hearing that. It's kind of a movie like without a star, and it's kind of all over the place and not great. Although it does have some fun scenes with the new villain, Namor, who's like mm. Marvel's Aquaman. He's little wings on his feet. He's like bopping around, flooding everything. It was kind of cool. I have not seen the original Black Panther, and this has nothing to do with anything beyond the fact that I don't like Marvel movies. Mm. And that's why I wouldn't have watched this either. This one, like the first one was kind of like its own thing. And I get why it was such a big deal. This one, like they cram in so much Marvel stuff. There's like a new character who's like Iron Man, but it's a girl. And it's just like, there's no way Ryan Coogler wanted this like write off of a character in this movie. He did Fruitvale Station. Yeah. He used to make real movies. I was going to say, how do you go from making like Creed, which was great. And then, and Fruitvale Station, which was great. Mm. And like, I, I honestly consider Fruitvale Station like an important movie. Yeah, it's a piece of work. Won a lot of awards. And then you make, and I'm not saying like Black Panther is not also important. Like I do believe that black people deserve a significant superhero that's not fucking Black Adam. Because mm. <laughs> he, is the rock black? Is he white? I don't even fucking know. Brother. But I, you know, so to me, culturally, the, the there is a point to Black Pan, the Black Panther franchise. I get it. Mm. But- I don't know. Make fruit. Make. I'm not saying make a sequel to Fruitvale, but like make another movie like that, and it's even more important. Yeah, like this one, it's just like listless. It just like goes and goes, and you're like, Jesus Christ, how long is this movie? <laughs> and how many sidecars right. are in this? I also think that Michael B. Jordan and Chadwick Boseman were probably the two best and most important parts of the movie. So to take them out of it, exactly. What's left? Very little. Yeah. A bunch of sidecars who worked in supporting roles but don't really work as the lead of such a picture. Mm. Is Lakeith Stanfield in this? He's not, but... He was in the first one, right? I don't think so. That would be sick if he was Black Panther. I honestly don't even... I just made that up, I guess. But the... uh, I assume this movie would make me cry in like Paul Walker type fashion. Like, oh shit, this guy died in real life. But it didn't, which is a big negative for this movie. It's like such a layup. I was going to say, if they can't get you with a real cast member death, like worked in through the fabric of the film, then they're just not working. And they do like a big, it's how they begin and end the movie with like a, a sequence just like designed in a lab to make you cry. And I was just watching it like, hmm, it's not really working for me. Maybe you've reached your like ank arc <laughs> in your life where yes. you just are like a rock of like all your emotions get bottled up into anger and you no longer have access to that part of your brain. I hope so. It sounds like a good arc for me. Oh, it's not good. <laughs> I would love a nice cry. Mm. Like just let it all out. Nice like... <gasps> Yeah. Ideally, not in front of my wife, though. That would be, I don't think she'd ever want to see that. Mm. But like alone, you know, in the shower. Yeah. Oh, the tears of unfathomable sadness. (laughs) But yeah, I saw this with friend of the show, Rian, and he agreed with my assessment. He might have even liked it less than I did. Interesting. Like after the movie, we were like, that's pretty good. That was a three star. And then we talked about it for like an hour. I'm like, this is a two star picture. (laughs) Like, this is a dud. You know what it is? And as I've said, I've covered my bases by saying that I believe these movies are culturally culturally significant. Mm. That being said, it is not like inappropriate to say you didn't like a movie because it's culturally significant. Yeah, that's the thing that irks me is that it's like the movie, like that Family Guy joke. It insists on itself. Like movies like this, really, they insist on themselves. Yeah, it's like well, you have to like it or you're the problem. Yeah, like not loving it has nothing to do with the fact that it's like a female lead in this one. It's just unfortunate right. that that's how 
right? Like I enjoyed the one with the guy better, mm. but there, you know, yeah, I think you just should like what you like. Yeah. And I actually have a list. I don't know. It's, you know what it is? I, I can't even really speak on these movies because I've never fucking seen them. So it's just silly. You've but, seen a handful. You've seen like the Avengers. Touche. I've seen probably a quarter of the Marvel movies. I tried to do the Marvel guy thing like as a joke, like I did with Star Wars mm. and couldn't do it. I got like two Avengers in and it was over. It's a lot. There's a lot going on. A lot of characters. Cactus. I don't get how people remain invested as they do with the like the Tarantino interview that broke this week. I think mm. it was two different interviews, but the one where they're quoting him, I believe, was from the Tom Segura podcast, Your Mom's House. And Wait, he, he was on that? He was. Oh, I'll listen to that. And he said something about how, like, we don't have movie stars anymore. It's just like the movies are Captain America's the star, Thor's the star, not Chris Evans, not uh, Chris Hemsworth. He's right. And I agree with him completely. It's like a perfectly put, and he's, and he's, at no point is he saying they're bad movies or that they don't deserve, you know, people watching them and them succeeding and making money. He's just saying that they're not really the people in them. It's not really like a movie star anymore. It's different. Yeah. And the, it's like a Woody Allen movie, how like the city what? of New York is a star. It's like the landscape of the comic book is the star, not the people in the movie, not the director, not the writers. Yeah. It's the comic itself. It's, uh, yeah, this one. I don't know. It is kind of, even though I'm like shitting all over it, it is kind of a miracle that it even like kind of makes sense considering the fucking star of the movie died and they had to like cobble together something. But I mean, I don't know. I think they should have gone a different path with it. Maybe well, just right. recast them. What, what like are they going to do with a dead guy? Yeah. And yeah, like they do a thing at the end to like, I won't spoil it here, but like the way they are planning to continue it, I was like, that is a fucking awful idea <laughs> did you stay for the post-credit sequence um or of course i did <laughs> oh yeah herb chambers did everybody yeah or most people was it a packed house mm, not so much actually interesting but i don't know maybe wait for this to slam onto disney plus which i see that happening soon but i bet they charge for it um oh well, i guess they can't at this point i don't think they do that anymore yeah. i think that was like a pandemic that was like thing. a pandemic thing one, I do have a piece of news that snuck in on the break. Hit me. Uh, Squid Game actor Oh Young Soo was indicted for sexual misconduct. A word? He's like the main character with the goofy smile, mm. the old guy. I never got into Squid Game, but I, I know this guy. So I think he did something inappropriate. And stay tuned to find out what it is next week. Inappropriate. <laughs> Um, I started and finished actually a mini series on Peacock starring friends of the show, Jake Lacey and wow. Colin Hanks with a bald wig on. Your favorite Hanks, I believe. Mm. Uh, of the three, yes. <laughs> or I guess you could count Rita Wilson as well. The show's called Friend of the Family and it tells the harrowing true story of the Broberg family whose daughter Jan was kidnapped multiple times over a period of years by a charismatic, obsessed family, and I quote, friend. Mm. Yeah, this, I remember watching the documentary about this. This is a yeah. wild story. I didn't realize this was that, oh, was that the, what was the documentary called? It was a Netflix thing, right? Yes, I can't remember the name, but I remember the story where like this guy was just lingering in these yes. people's lives, and like the father of the girl was just like, hmm, like, was just like. Yeah, the father, well, eventually like, didn't I guess, get what was going on or whatever. That. All I'm going to say, the only spoiler that I might throw, I'm going to throw out is that there's a scene in a car 
where Colin Hanks jerks off Jake Lacey. Wow. And neither character is gay. Interesting. It's just like a man-on-man jerk-off scene. Yeah, I remember that was part of it. Like the guy, this must have been a real charismatic guy. He's like fooling around with this guy's daughter, and then he somehow convinces him to... Yeah, and he fucks his wife too. Yeah, it's like He fucks the daughter, the wife, and jerks the the husband off. Imagine having that level of game. This guy's cool as hell. The only guy I know (laughs) with that much game is Monty. Yes. And he uses it for good to get into institutions like Harvard and Stanford. Mm, no doubt. Create a great network. There's just no doubt. Um, yeah, it, it. I liked it a lot. Did you entire this? I did, yeah. It's nine episodes. Anna Paquin and Leo Tipton uh, from uh, most recognizable from, I guess, Crazy Stupid Love Friends were both show. in this. And I, I thought it was great. It starts off... You know, a little meandering to use your word, but yeah. it gets there. And it's, you know, there are parts where you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, this sounds good. Yeah. I might throw this on. Peacock's been kind of like burgeoning as of late. They it's, got some stuff over there. We started a couple other shows on there and they're not really working out, but this was a hit. Mm. I liked this one. Dr. It. Death on Peacock is also really good. I've pressed that, I've pushed that series on people as well. I should watch that. Joshua Jackson is a friend of the show, he's very good in it. I like him in most things. I watched a lot of Dawson's Creek growing up, and I watched every episode of The Affair. He's great on that. I watched like the entire run of Dawson's Creek. So did Creek. I, yeah. That was, that was in vogue in like 97 or whenever that was out. Mm. And that was back when you like had to watch TV when it was on. I remember I didn't see the series finale, and it was I was like sick over it for months. What happened there? I don't know. No DVR, nothing. I don't yeah, think I ever saw it. <laughs> every now and then you'd have somebody like Parsons who had like a VHS that could record stuff off the television. But I, I think we actually had that set up at some point. But mm. other than that, it was like, remember you'd buy a pay-per-view movie by like pushing the buttons on the remote and then it would like charge your cable and then like the movie would come through and you'd get it just the once and you couldn't pause it, you couldn't rewind it. Yeah. I honestly kind of miss that. It was so cool. I yeah. remember getting Austin Powers on pay-per-view back in the day and being like, this is the fucking greatest day of my life. <laughs> This rocks. There was something special about like block. We'll go down the blockbuster road for the 80th time. But like, I've been watching my DVDs lately on my Mm. new player. Mm. Like I was saying to you, there's no option to check, do a time check when you're watching a DVD, unless you like pause it and see what chapter you're at and go to the menu or something. I don't even know. But Mm. you can't just like look at the screen like it's a streamer. Yeah, that's a better way to watch it, to just, you know, let it do its thing. Time checks are never that beneficial because you're just going to go, oh, there's that much left, and mm. then you're going to lose interest, and it's going to not be ideal. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much all I watched besides, like, a couple other episodes of things. I watched uh, a documentary on Netflix. Oh, wow. Recommended by a friend of the show, Sarah. Uh, Pepsi, Where's My Jet? Do you remember that contest? I do. I do. Yeah. This is from the commercial where... They're like, if you get this many Pepsi points, you can get this. And they had a Harrier jet for if you collect 7 million Pepsi points, you can get the jet. And they didn't have like an asterisk or fine print. So this guy like, you know, was in court for years being like, I want my Harrier jet. I got the points. They had to give it to him, didn't they? I don't think so. I think they gave him a bunch of dough. Okay. But you can't, there was something about like, we can't give you a Harrier jet. This is crazy. (laughs) What would you do with it? Yeah, just like bop around. I wouldn't even want it. If someone said I could have it for free, mm. I'd, I wouldn't even want to deal with selling it. I'd just say no thank you. Yeah. I'm good. That was, it's a clever move though. Yeah, it just is. Just seeing that being like, ooh, no fine print. He collected all the Pepsi points like Kramer and Newman getting the bottles. Yeah. <laughs> like Adam Sandler and Punch Drunk Love. 
But uh, I forgot about that too. Like a lot of Netflix documentaries, it's too long. It's four like forty-five minute episodes. Right. Probably could have been two forty-five minute episodes. But you know, if you think the story sounds interesting, it's worth a watch. I think it does. I considered it, but that's one of those things with the Netflix documentaries. Like every now and then it's a home run. Mm. Like the one they did about that guy who created that website with sharing like revenge porn called like the most yeah. hated man on the internet. That was really interesting. Mm. I didn't see that, but people does. Flew it. by was very interesting. The, the Tinder Fire Swindler, Festival, was that the that one? Was, no, that's a different one. Oh, okay. That's a similar vein though. The Tinder Swindler might've been a little long, but in um every now and then they get pretty documentaries can be like phenomenal or very boring there's hardly a middle ground yeah i like when i get into one it makes me feel classy and chill it's fun to recommend to people too like oh i got this documentary you might want to check out mm. Everyone's like oh instead of just like yeah i just watched dr death on peacock it's like i'm watching uh the kumail nanjiani chippendale show on hulu <laughs> it's a must see i wonder if you see his boner in that did you get Kumail? A, yeah. Kumail, did you? I actually did watch one episode of that. And How was, like, was it? It was better than I thought it was going to be, but not something that... Monty's favorite actor. Yes. But uh, people got Magic Mike fever. I heard there's dude a 30-minute new dance scene. Oh, yeah. I heard... I saw a headline that that's how the new Magic Mike movie yeah. ends, with a 30-minute dance scene. I didn't see nude. That would be... Full nude... Channing Tatum's doing windmills. He's probably going to win the Oscar. Probably. <laughs> Seems like a no-brainer. Steven Soderbergh is uh, cooking this up as we speak, or is it already done? We're just waiting. It's done. I think it comes out in like February, like somewhat soonish. Are we seeing that in theaters, holding yep. hands? We are. <laughs> a couple of gals. We're here to see naked guys. Hi. Like we're at a bachelorette party. Those movies are fun turkeys. Especially I like the first two a lot, yeah. The second one has like nothing in the way of conflict to the point where it's almost like impressive. Like most movies have some sort of conflict where it's like, oh, why are we even watching this? Magic Mike has nothing. They just dance the whole movie and then it ends. There's nothing in the way of like anything. It's, it's impressive. <laughs> My kind of movie, yeah. Yeah. Most of life is like that. Mm. You know? Just, I wish. Some, just some nude men. <laughs> yeah. But is that enough? That might be enough. I think I've had enough. Enough. What? Will you do the plugs? You are much better at it than I am. I will. Why don't you go ahead and shoot us an email at enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. We're on Instagram at enoughthepodcast. On Twitter at podcastenough. I'm on both of those platforms at Skip Seasoned. Rise on both of those platforms at Ankner and at Ank underscore fifth. We're back. And... Yeah, please send us anything that's on your mind and we'll do a whole thing about it. It'll be all cool and dope. And next week, there's that new Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I'm Er, directed by James Gunn. That might be something. It's on Disney+. Plus. Hank's real fired up about it. I'm making the, the <laughs> eyes wide shocked face. Eyes wide shut. <laughs> and I'll probably see Glass Onion. It's only in theaters for a week, but I'm hearing good things. About that new Ryan Johnson Knives Out sequel. Wow. So we'll cover those, and who knows what else. The Woman King. Hmm. We're going to finally get that powerful review in. Mm. Um, have a goo? Yeah, why don't you go ahead and have a goo? Yeah, have and a goo. And that's enough. Bye, team. All right. See ya.